Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 129, page 506. Many a time have they fought against me from my youth up, may Israel now say. Yea, many a time have they vexed me from my youth up, but they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back and made long furrows. But the righteous Lord hath hewn the snares of the ungodly in pieces. Let them be confounded and turned backward, as many as have evil will at Zion. Let them be even as the grass upon the housetops, which withereth afore it be grown up. Whereof the mower filleth not his hand, neither he that bindeth up the sheaves his bosom. So that they who go by say not so much as, The Lord prosper you. We wish you good luck in the name of the Lord. 
Out of the deep have I called unto thee, O Lord, Lord, hear my voice. O let thine eyes ears consider well the voice of my complaint. If thou, Lord, wilt be extreme to mark what is done amiss, O Lord, who may abide it? For there is mercy with thee, therefore shalt thou be feared. I look for the Lord, my soul doth wait for him, and his word is my trust. My soul fleeth unto the Lord before the morning watch, I say before the morning watch. O Israel, trust in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his sins. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of Amos. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Moab, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because he burned the bones of the king of Edom to lime. But I will send a fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the palaces of Kirath. Moab shall die with tumult, and shouting, and trumpet sound. And I will cut off the judge from its midst, and slay all its princes with him, says the Lord. For three transgressions of Judah, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they have despised the law of the Lord, and have not kept his commandments. Their lies lead them astray, lies which their fathers followed. But I will send a fire upon Judah, and it shall devour the palaces of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Israel, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because they sell the righteous for silver, and the poor for a pair of sandals. They pant after the dust of the earth, which is on the head of the poor, and pervert the way of the humble. A man and his father go into the same girl, to defile my holy name. They lie down by every altar on clothes taken in pledge, and drink the wine of the condemned in the house of their God. Yet it was I who destroyed the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars, and he was as strong as the oaks. Yet I destroyed his fruit above and his roots beneath. And it was I who brought you up from the land of Egypt, and led you forty years through the wilderness, to possess the land of the Amorite. I raised up some of your sons as prophets, and some of your young men as Nazarites, is it not so, O you children of Israel, says the Lord? But you gave the Nazarites wine to drink, and commanded the prophets, saying, Do not prophesy. Behold, I am weighed down by you, as a cart full of sheaves is weighed down. Therefore flight shall perish from the swift. The strong shall not strengthen his power, nor shall the mighty deliver himself. He shall not stand who handles the bow. The swift of foot shall not escape nor shall he who rides a horse deliver himself. The most courageous men of might shall flee naked in that day, says the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, 
and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the first chapter of Paul's letter to the Galatians. But I make it known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and remained with him fifteen days, but I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now concerning the things which I wrote to you, indeed, before God, I do not lie. Afterward, I went up to the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was unknown by face to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they were hearing only, He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith, which he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God in me. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou, thy servant, depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. 
O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we, who are justly punished for our offenses, may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness, for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The prophet Amos in chapter 2 is finishing up, uh, we see here, a series of indictments like, or um, accusations against the surrounding nations around Israel for their various sins. In a way, though, it seems to be a little bit um, introductory, laying the groundwork for the main thing which he has to say, which is his indictment or his accusations against Judah and Israel. So the Lord uses this interesting formula for three transgressions and for four, it seems to have the sense of uh, for three transgressions, for three transgressions, no make it four, and it's emphasizing the almost innumerable ways in which Israel has sinned. So God's people here are accused of several things. Um, they're accused of rejecting His law, for lawlessness against the righteous, for oppression and exploitation of the poor and for a whole host of sexual sins, um, including essentially what it amounted to was essentially worshiping God as though he were a Canaanite God with sexual rituals performed right next to the altar itself in the very temple of God. So then God makes this point like all of this from the people whom I saved, the people who I saved from the Amorite, I saved from Egypt, and I gave them the land. They were given these great privileges and these great blessings from God as being his chosen people. But with that came great responsibilities as well. And because Israel has sinned this way, God essentially, well, he essentially says to them, I'm done with you. I've had it and I'm done with you. No one will be able to escape my wrath. I think one thing that this speaks to is the fact that if you're part of a lineage that has a certain kind of moral heritage um, that by no means signifies that you have some sort of free pass. Every generation will be accountable for what they do and what they don't do, uh, both works good and bad. So then in our second lesson in Galatians, so Galatians chapter 1, at the end of this section of the letter, what Paul is doing is he's essentially giving a defense, an apologia of his apostleship and his gospel. His message and this argument that he's making in this section it's, it's a little um, different than what we might think um, I don't think that we would necessarily think to make an argument in this way what he's attempting to do is essentially is to establish his source and so his main ar argument is that he was not dependent on others then for the message that he preaches 
because he received his message, his gospel, his authority directly from Jesus himself. This will be really important for what Paul is going to do here throughout this epistle, because if he received his gospel from other men, well, men could err. So it's possible then that what Paul is delivering then in this epistle is going to be in error, because if he received it from another man, then that's a possibility. But Paul's whole point then, that I've received this message, I've received this gospel from Jesus himself, so therefore my gospel is true. So Paul will go through then various things here. He essentially says, all I did, I spent 15 days with Peter. Would have been great to have been a fly on the wall in that conversation or in that visit. Um, one visit with James, ministry in Syria and Cilicia, um, completely unknown to all the churches in Judea. So all this proves Paul's point that he was acting alone because his message and his authority came right from Jesus himself. And the very fact that others were glorifying Paul, um, he was formerly one who, who, who persecuted Christians, and the fact that they then were glorifying him only then serves to prove Paul's point more and confirm his defense that his message is indeed true because his source is Jesus. So we'll continue now with our intercession on page 590. Take a second, call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, and minister to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you, Father Kevin.